Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, September 4th. Thank you guys for tuning in to this holiday edition of Beauty Talk. We simply have some beauty news for you guys tonight, and then we're going to jump onto Twitter Spaces for a short period of time because we want everyone to get an opportunity to relax and get some rest on this holiday. So thank you so much again for joining us, and we're going to run quickly to a commercial break, and we'll be right back. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right. We are back. And again, we have some beauty news for you guys tonight. Um, If you have some news of your own that you would like to share or you just want to uh, jump in, you have a comment or a question, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that's 914-803-4399. Just want to shout out all of our faithful listeners, those who are on the line with us every Sunday night. Um, big shout out to Megan, who I know is listening, and Tarantina, who always joins us as well. Thank you, ladies, for your continued support. We have a Houston, I believe it's Houston, but it's definitely somewhere in Texas. Not sure if it's Houston or if it's Dallas, um, but we have a listener who always tunes in from Texas every um, every Sunday, and we're greatly appreciative of them. We don't know who they are, um, but we thank them for joining us anyway. Uh, let me just Let's see. I'll just go ahead and bring my sister Denise on just so she can say hello, and then I'll jump right into the beauty news. Good evening, everyone. Uh, Thank you once again for joining us tonight. Again, as Denise stated, it's going to be a quick show tonight so that we can jump on uh, Twitter spaces for a little bit, and then we'll let you go uh, on your way. So thank you guys for joining us tonight. All right. Uh, We were just wrestling with whether we're going to have a guest tonight. The guests that we had planned for tonight, we asked them just to come on next Sunday because I decided, you know what, it's Labor Day weekend, it's holiday weekend, people have plans with their families, and some people just want to relax. I know that we are exhausted as well, so we just want to jump on real quick and then jump on the spaces and then get to the relaxing. So. Uh, with a little bit of beauty news. I just wanted to remind people, I know we talk about this 
all the time. Um, well, we give we give information and announcements from the Pro Beauty Association. So I'm always talking about Pro Beauty Association. Um, I've been a member since ooh 1999, somewhere like that. Um, if it wasn't 99, it was definitely 2000. Um, we it, the name has changed from then. Back then, it was called the National Cosmetology Association, so it was NCA for a long time, since forever, and then it changed to PBA, which is Professional Beauty Association. Um, but nonetheless, membership is great, and I just wanted to tell you guys about they now have four new membership levels. They, I think a couple of them were combined, and now they kind of broke them apart, um, but some of their members are stylists, of course, hairstylists, barbers. Um, you have makeup artists, uh, manufacturers, distributors, freelancers, employees, salons and spas, and uh, what else, beauty schools, and students as well. Um, they all have memberships for those different people. And so now they have a preferred membership, which is only $50 a year, and it's perfect for any beauty professional that's working in a salon or a spa. $50, only $50 a year for a preferred membership. Then they have a membership that's business of one, and that's $95 a year. And that's, what, that's the one that I have. It wasn't called that before, but that's the one that I have. Um, and it's best for beauty pros in an independent contractor role. And that's called business of one membership for $95 a year. Again, the preferred membership is $50 a year for anyone working in a salon or spa. And then they have a business membership, which starts at $195 a year, and it's designed to help um, you grow your beauty business. So that could possibly be a salon owner who is, has a business membership. Again, business membership starts at $195 a year. And then they have now a visionary membership, and it's the highest and most exclusive level of membership. And that's, um, you have to call them, actually, for details on that, for pricing and for details. And I guess to see if it's really necessary for your business. Um, they say a visionary member's investment provides branding opportunities, exclusive research and reports, and much more. So that's something for um, probably another business type of membership, but it's very um, it's very like high level. It has so many more benefits than just your regular uh, your regular business membership. So again, that you have to call them for prices on that. Again, the business membership starts at one ninety five. The membership, the business of one membership for those who who are independent contractors, ninety five a year, and then. Preferred membership, 50 a year for those who are working in a salon or a spa. So just kind of wanted to uh, throw that out there because always, we're always talking about PBA. Um, it's definitely worth the money. One, when you're out there working as a makeup artist or hairstylist, somebody in the beauty profession, you know, we need, we need write-offs. And why not use that as a business membership? Um, and it does have a lot of advantages. I'm not going to go over, you know, what the benefits are. You can, you can go out to probeauty.org to find that out. And if you're also, if you're interested, to go ahead on and uh, get membership. But for those of us who are freelancers, one of the things that I hear the most, people are always saying, like, they don't have insurance. So this is a great way to get insurance. Even if it's not the most, you know, insurance coverage, even if it's not the greatest of coverage, but membership does allow you to have some form of insurance. So it's worth looking into um, and getting very familiar with to see what they have to offer. Um, that's one of the most important things, I think, for membership is just getting involved and seeing what they have to offer as far as insurance is concerned. 
All right. And then another thing that I wanted to say about PBA, um, the PBA Executive Summit um, is in Scottsdale, Arizona, November 16th and 17th. So please mark your calendars for those who are interested. But some of the keynote speakers this year is Larissa Jensen, Brian Solis, and then Heather McGowan. So registration is now open for that, and you can go ahead on and register if you're interested. One of the things I wanted to say also about the Executive Summit is they have a digital session, and that's on September 13th. It's 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, and it's Retail Reimagined. That's the Executive Summit digital session. Now, my sister and I were kind of talking about something like this, but I wanted to um, mention something that PBA announced earlier this summer, but I wanted to mention it again because I was just thinking about, we were talking about um, a lot of the makeup trade shows. Well, of course, PBA, you know, they're um, responsible for ISSE, the international, um, oh, my gosh, I lost my thought, ISSE. Um, I forgot what the letters were for. Anyway, it's the biggest, I can't believe I forgot what the letters are for, but it's the biggest beauty show in the country. But anyway, ISSE normally takes place um, beginning of the year, it's like sometime in January in Long Beach, California. It's a huge, humongous show. And um, it's a huge, humongous show. And now PBA, who's, who's the company responsible for the show, um, they are joining and merging with two other big beauty, um, beauty show producers. One of the show one of the show producers puts on Premiere, which is another big show. It's not as big as ISSE, but it is extremely big, and it takes place in Orlando, Florida. Um, Premiere is a big show, but the producers of that show is joining with PBA and joining with another company, and so the three are kind of becoming. Um, I don't want to say the companies are merging because they're not, but they're joining their shows together so that now the, all the beauty shows are under one big umbrella. And so now um, Cosmo Pro, which is put on by um, Bologna Fierre, that particular company uh, puts on Cosmo Pro, which is different places here in North uh, in the country. There's Cosmo Pro North America, Cosmo Pro India, Cosmo Pro Asia, so on and so forth. So it's all over the world. Well, now they are beginning to have. Um, they're going to bring that show. I don't remember where they said here in the U.S. Miami. That's what it is. They're bringing it to Miami, which is going to also tap into that Latin market, and I think that's one of the things that they, they want to do because they, they kind of want to be able to tap into some different markets, reach different, um, different people, and just kind of cover everybody. Now, some of the comments that I've read about this whole thing is, is that some people are concerned because now um, ISSE, is no longer going to be in Long Beach. They're moving it to Anaheim, California. And for me, I'm not sure if that's such a, a bad thing. I mean, because maybe it, maybe some people feel like it's faster to get to uh, get to Long Beach. I'm not really sure why they're moving it, but they're now they're now moving it um, to. Um, Anaheim, and some people are kind of concerned about what's going to happen all these shows now because now they're they're coming under new names and they're in different locations. So people are concerned. Um, some people are happy because they feel like it's going to make the shows bigger and greater. And I'm going to have to get our friend Julia Pettis on the um well, hopefully, hopefully she jumps on spaces tonight because I want to 
ask her about it because I know um, she had some comments um, on the PBA website about it. I would love to ask her about it and what she knows about it because I don't know um, what's it. Even though having all the shows under one umbrella, I don't know if it's going to change anything or not. And some people are concerned about that. So, well, I, it remains to be seen. Is the is the International Salon and Spa Expo? Thank you. I I know what it is. I just couldn't think of it. I got it mixed up with IOTSI. I was thinking about state. I was going to say stage employees, and I'm like, no, that's not it. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I I don't remember. Let's just leave it at that. I don't remember. But um, yeah, it's huge. So I've never been. I, I've always said that I wanted to go, um, but I just I've never been. You know, January is not necessarily the um, best month for artists on the East Coast to be traveling. In general, because, you know, a lot of times, depending on where you live, especially if if you're in the north, you may have bad weather, like snow and that kind of thing. So when it's the same thing when um, uh, Makeup Artist Trade Show moved to January from June. Like, we were consistently going every June for years. Then when they moved to January, we kind of fell off a little bit. So it wasn't as consistent because January is a hard month. January and February, you know, to be trying to go somewhere sometimes. I mean, if you don't have snow, that it works out fine. But when you do have bad weather, it's like, you know, it's not, you're not consistent. So we'll see. But I I will see how this plays out. But, you know, I don't know if it's going to make a difference, difference if you move Cosmo Pro North America to Miami instead of keeping it in Vegas. I love the thought of Vegas for that show, but yeah, we'll see, you know? So 2023 and 2024 will will look a little different when it comes to these shows, so we'll see how it plays out. For sure. So speaking of these shows, of course, um, I just find it so interesting. I don't know why I'm finding this so interesting. But IMAX, um, of course, they have their L.A. show planned. It's January 14th through 15th of 2023. And if you go to their um, to their website, imax.net, you can get all the information um, about that show. Um, it's going to be two days. They usually will do a, a three-day show where they have, like, a pro event um, on a Friday and then, you know, um, Saturday and Sunday, the actual show. But things are changing with that a little bit. They're just having the two-day show. Um, I think their Saturday hours are from 9 to 5 if you're a pro card member. And then after that, from 10 to 5 will be general admission. And then again on Sunday, the 15th, January 15th, um, from 10 to 5, um, you know, for all ticket holders. Um, but they still don't have an exact date for their London show. Um, but I'm just wondering um, what's going on with their shows. I know they were looking um, to change their New York show to a different location. Um, so I'm, we'll we'll see what happens with that. Because normally I think they do that like uh, sometime like March or April. But that could still be tricky for New York as far as um, weather goes. Um, so we'll see how we'll That's see how that one goes. But um, yeah, I'm just I'm just curious because they came from having so many shows, you know, um, Vancouver. Like I don't know what happened to Vancouver after after COVID, but they were, you know, they had L.A., Vancouver, New York, um, uh, Toronto, which is a show I hated to see go. Toronto, London. Um, so you know, so a, a few of the shows are are gone. So just curious to see what's going to happen with that London with that London date. But moving on to the makeup show, California, they're calling it a beauty experience. That takes place October 1st through 2nd. For those who may be interested in that show, um, you can register now for for that show at a discounted price. Uh, One-day tickets are $45, and two-day tickets are $55. 
Um, but if you go any later to, than that, if you if you um, register at the door, of course the the cost of the tickets go up. Um, as well as I think there's a student discount ticket. Um, you get 10% student discount. So that's off of the uh, cost of a um, early registration, or if you you know register if you buy tickets at the door, it's 10% off for students. If you are a local 706 member, you will receive complimentary entrance on both days of the show. Um, and then they also have uh, group rates for uh, tickets of 15 or more in a group. Um, there's a special group rate. So if you're interested in a union ticket, you can RSVP by emailing info at themakeupshow.com. And for group rates, you can email them at info at themakeupshow.com. But at ticket prices at the door for one day is $58. And for two days, it's $68, and that includes um, tax. Now, I do know that, that they includes, are also having – I'm sorry? I'm sorry. You said that includes what? Tax. Tax. Oh, tax. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, before I move on to that, I'm going to give you a little bit of information about what's going on there. Um, some of the um, the seminars that they have there, they have a um, seminar stage A and a seminar stage B for both days. On Saturday, October 1st, they have Making Up with James Malloy. Um, he's he's one of the owners of um, My Kate Co. Uh, Making Up with James Malloy um, for the makeup show. Um, that's 1030 to 12. And then you have Artists Redefined with James Vincent and John Hennessy. And that's for the makeup show, and that's from 12:30 to 1:30, and then 1:45 to 2:30, um, framing the face, brows, and complexion with Eugenia Weston for Senna Cosmetics. Um, she's going to be at the um, at Alcone's booth. 2:45 to 3:15, there's flawless glow for face and body with Melanie Mills for the uh, Melanie Mills Hollywood. 3.30 to 4.30, Hollywood Insider, working in television and film with Tim Karen, and he's doing that for the makeup show. Then Stage B on Saturday, 9.45 a.m. to 10.30, Bridal 101 with Teresa Ramos from Mayron. Uh, 10.45 to 11.30, on-set kit essentials from complexion to color with Eddie Duyos, Makeup Forever for Riot Beauty. 11.45 to 12.30, How to Monetize Your Art with Shayna Azad for Suva Beauty. 12.45 to 1.30, Studio Hacks, The Art of the Quick Change with Lori Taylor for Smashbox Cosmetics. 1.45 to 2.30, of course, you know this guy is there. Your Most Kick-Ass Career with Michael DeVellis for the Powder Group. 2.45 to 3.30, B3 Skincare to Elevate Your Makeup Techniques. Um, that's Leah Stewart for B3 uh, brush Beauty Balm. Seminar Stage A on Sunday, they have from 10.30 to 12, The Business of Beauty, working with makeup brands with Vanessa Myricks and Leah Stewart for the makeup show. Um, 12.30 to 2, Beauty Beyond with Michael Anthony for the makeup show. From 2.15 to 3, Pro Performance Clean and Vegan Color with MOB Beauty founders um, Yvonne McInnes for MOB Beauty. Uh, 3.15 to 4, uh, the speakers to be confirmed. Um, seminar stage B on Sunday, you have 9.45 a.m. to 10.30. Customize and define your eyes with Nick Luan for Kevin O'Quan um, at Riot Beauty. Uh, 10.45 to 11.30, beauty features with James Vincent for Patricia Beauty. I'm sorry, Pacifica Beauty. 11.45 to 12.30, makeup, art, and photography. Making photo magic with Rocky Cosetti for Cosetti Beauty. Um, 12.45 to 1.30, The Perfect Foundation to Make More Money with Jacob Heiser for Lime Life by Alcone. Uh, 1.45 to 2.30, Create in Color with Clint Brock for Amia Brush. 2.45 to 3.30, Digital Complexion Foundation Redefined with Jordan Plath uh, for Krylon Professional Makeup. And 3.45 to 4.30, Makeup for Instagram <laughs> with Francis Starr for Francis Starr Cosmetics. Um, for more information on that show, because they do have some um, paid classes um, that are going to be a little bit longer than just your um, just your makeup classes at the booth, or I mean your makeup demos and stuff at the booth, 
or your seminars on stage. So there will be some um, classes that you do have to pay for, some master classes and some other things. So for more information on that, you can check them out um, at themakeupshow.com. But again, to if you have any questions about registering or if you have any questions about um, group rates or union tickets, you can also email info at themakeupshow.com. Then coming up uh, December 10th or 11th is the Makeup Shop New York City. The Makeup Shop New York City, they have a one-day ticket for $20 and a two-day ticket for $30. Um, and again, if, you're, if you can register now and pay that price, but you can also um, at the door pay that same price, um, $20 for one day, $30 for two days. Um, then you have, of course, local 798 members will receive complimentary entrance on both days of the show um, for their tickets. And then, again, group rates. So, again, you can email info at themakeupshow.com. Now, I'm just trying to understand um, – well, I do understand. I don't, I'm not trying to understand. I understand why they're charging, but I'm just thinking if this is a shopping event, just wondering. Okay, so they do say that the shop, I guess, um, includes a seminar stage that has education all day, um, as well as one complimentary drink. Okay, so they have um, over 40 beauty brands, um, supposedly at professional discounts and sample sale prices. Um, and so it's open up to anyone who loves makeup, not just to makeup artists. Um, yeah, because the makeup show always claims that they're just open to makeup artists. So now this makeup shop is open to anyone. One day ticket twenty, two day ticket thirty. That includes a um, complimentary drink and all day makeup education. Wondering though, when, well, let me ask you, when is like, that? That is December tenth and eleventh. Gotcha. 11 a.m. to 5.30 on the 10th and 11 to 5 on the 11th. That's at the Metropolitan Pavilion. I'm just wondering, though, because I think about all of these shows and I think about, you know, things are definitely not the way that they used to be. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm just wondering, because you see so much stuff online, I'm just wondering, like, are these shows soon going to be a thing of the past? Right. Because you, you have so much. I'm just wondering how, like, how well attended will, will some of these makeup shows be? Oh, the makeup sh- Well, I'm sure the makeup shop, people know they're coming in to shop, you know. But then again, I don't know. People may wonder, like, why am I paying $20 to go shop? Or why am I paying mm-hmm. $30 to shop for two days? When you can go online, right? And the vendors so that, that the vendors can but the, offer any specials that they would show that they would have at the show. They could offer it um, online, 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 and mm-hmm. you can stay home, and they can stay home. They don't have to pay for um, like, especially if they came from out of town, like shipping their products. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're coming from out of town, you don't have to pay for travel and hotel and that kind of thing. So you can stay at home. So everybody stays at home in the comforts of their own home, you it's know, safer. comfortable clothes. It's safer. You don't have to worry about, you know, being, you know, out wearing masks and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it costs less. And I think that's the, that's the whole thing with, I mean, of course, when COVID first came around, it was a way of doing things, and because you had to, you had to be in, but you still wanted to teach your class, or you had to be in, and you still wanted to have this expo. Um, and so there are several ways to continue to do all of that online. But right. now I think, even though people are going, you know, are back going to work and, are, you know, everything seems to appear to be normal again. When it comes to classes, people are still online, and you're right. It, it makes you wonder if the in-person trade show in the beauty industry, if it's going to continue to be an in-person thing. Now, like I was just saying, 
well, this is the makeup. You were just talking about different makeup shows, IMAX and the makeup show. But when it comes to the big beauty shows, they seem like they're going for the in-person route. So they they still want to operate that way. And to be honest with you, they've never, the big beauty shows, they rarely do online. Like a lot of them, them um, were, they just canceled. You know what I mean? When COVID came around, they canceled. Um I think ISSE for 2022, there was a spike in COVID at the beginning of the year, and they switched their show to um, another date. They changed it to another date. But in 2021, they did try – they did try – they went online. For for the – I think they were the only big trade show to do online. Everybody else just, like, shut it down. Like, we're just not going to do it. They were the only ones who went online. I don't know how successful it was and how well it went, but I see, you know, this year in 2022, they decided, okay, we're going to not have in-person, but we're not going to have in-person in January but we're going to wait and we'll do it in, I can't remember if it was May or something when they did it. So I think the big, you know, beauty shows are going for in person. The smaller shows and the more, um, the ones that are just makeup only, I don't know what's, you know, kind of what's happening with those because, so I'm at, you know, there's a lot of things up in the air. You don't know when they're going to have certain shows in certain cities. Sounds like the makeup show is still having their shows, but now they've gone away from what they have always stood by, and that's pro only. Now it's well. I know. I know. Now this is just, I know for the, for the the shop that they're having. It's it's. For anybody else, maybe their um, oh gotcha. Maybe their actual shows are still pro only. Gotcha. Okay, because I was gonna say. Okay, because I was gonna say like, you know, if I'm wondering if that was a thing, like because you know, still I, I wouldn't be surprised if the shows went to, you know, anybody who loves makeup, because, you know, a lot of people now are just doing everything online. So you it you, it makes you wonder if people are showing up. But on the other hand, you know, so many people, you know, have been in for so long, everybody wants to get out. So people want something that they can leave home and go to. So I don't know, but I just do know that's the trade show. But then I just know education-wise, you rarely see a class like well that's, a that's, class. The, that's the, I'm sorry that was the thing that was another thing that I wanted to bring up because you everything is going online like now you it's hardly any more in person classes, so everything's done on zoom um that's the one thing I can say that I like about Marietta's classes. She actually has a online platform that she does her classes, but some of her classes that I can think of right now are not like demo. It's more information, but for those classes that are demo, most people are just doing that on Zoom. I just feel like, though, with it depends on what kind of learner you are because if you, you know, sometimes people like to to get in and, and start practicing what they're learning, like, right away. So some people need those in-person classes so they can be hands-on. And I just think when you're teaching certain things, I feel like some things need to be hands-on. I feel like it's a must, you know. Um, I guess only time will tell, but I just really see everything, so much is online that you can't, I don't know, you just, 
I don't think it's going anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's going to change much. Yeah. I mean, if it, and then, if you it know, changes, you'll... Another thing that's so interesting to me also is you you remember how you could go on Facebook and you could find all of these different groups. And it's not that the groups aren't there anymore. It's like I don't see the same interaction on a lot of these groups anymore, like the like a lot of the beauty and, and makeup groups on Facebook. I don't see, like, nowhere near the same um, interaction on these groups. Yeah. It's like I think, I think, and I think it's because now people aren't commenting and all of that kind of stuff anymore. It's, it's. Um, I think it's more, it, more of what it is now. Videos, like everybody's on on you know, TikTok and and you know IG doing reels and and stories and all that kind of stuff. Everything is so visual and everything's just videos. Nobody's like taking the time to to. You know, even like on Facebook and all this stuff, everything is a video. Everything. You don't see people, I mean, people still post a lot on Facebook. I don't think that'll ever change. But, you know, it's just not, um, it's just not a lot of interaction in some of these groups. Not that I've seen like the um, Kevin James Bennett in my kit, I think was it wasn't that what it was called in my kit? I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, it was called in my kit. Yeah, like his his group, like you know, you do, I don't even know is his group still out there? I, I have no idea. Yeah, but it, I feel like people have gotten away from just communicating in that way right? in the different forums and groups. Um, and I don't know, I don't know why, but I just, I don't know, maybe sometimes yeah. also I just feel like, you know, this whole COVID thing has changed, of course, the way, you know, education is presented, the way, like the way we, you know, I know people always shopped online for makeup, but now, I think people are very comfortable with that. Like some people used to be like, oh, I need to see it in person, need to try it or whatever. Now people are just so very comfortable with, okay, I'm just going to order, you know. Um, and it's, it's no person to person anymore. And I think people have gotten comfortable with that. Um, I don't know with some of these groups. I don't know because I do know that it, at one point there was a lot of confusion in some of these groups and there was a lot of, Talking about um, talking about maybe the people who host these groups, you know, or saying things about other artists in these groups, and it just got out of hand. So I don't know if that's kind of what slowed some of the conversation in those in some of those groups, or what. I don't know what the deal is. But I'm really, and I I guess I shouldn't be surprised. But you were saying that. Um, for the for the makeup show, there's a class, an uh, Instagram makeup class. Uh, I mm-hmm. think you mentioned by Francis Starr, and pretty much Francis Starr oh. is a yeah. an influencer. Yeah. So now, um, you know, people are people are going on to Instagram or TikTok or wherever they are, and of course. The influencers, you know, are big out there on those on those platforms, and they're watching them do the makeup. They're listening to what they're saying about the product. You know, that's just what goes on now. And of course, now all these influencers have, you know, they so everybody's got an eyeshadow palette with a major brand, or they have their own brand. And so now that's a big thing. And so when you go to a trade show, and now you're offering me a class from an influencer telling me how to do Instagram makeup. This is not an attack on the influencers or attack on Instagram makeup. What I'm saying is is that now we're going to these classes and I'm and I'm, I'm being offered. Now I know every class is not for everyone. But I promise you you're going to start seeing more of this and then some of these makeup 
shows are going to be about selling product, which they already are about that, selling product, and doing makeup for something that's not really going to help those who are career artists. You know what I mean? Like whether you work on film and TV, whether you work um, in fashion, you know, whether you work in those jobs where you get paid, and I'm not talking about the counter, makeup counters, but those other types of jobs where you get paid, where you're um, editorial or fashion, film, television, you know, you do big advertising campaigns. And when you when you go to these trade shows before, the education was geared toward those things. Now you walk in and it's all about what products you're going to buy. Somebody doing a, doing a talk on how to do Instagram makeup. It's like what do you have to offer the artist who's, you know, working on big editorials or who, who's working on a film and TV set? What do you have to offer besides products to sell to them? And so – when the shows become that, it's easy to see the shows go away um, and people just resort to online education. What is it about, you know? Because I, I just slowly over the years started seeing when you, even though they may be teaching you something, for instance, you know, you have, okay, so Tim Buchanan is teaching talking about something with film and television. So the the way it's set up now, like you go and you, um, okay, so you go on and you'll do a film and television talk. But your, your, your class is being sponsored by a certain brand. And I think it's, and I think when they started off doing that, I think it was probably in efforts to draw people back to that brand's booth. You know, you talk, you're doing your film and TV talk, and I do this, and I do that, and I use this product, and I use that product. And it all comes from, you know, brand A. So I'm talking about brand A the whole time I'm talking about the things that I do. And then now when people leave my class, they're going over to brand A's booth and buy up everything that I just mentioned. So when that started, and then it became more and more, and then every single class that's being offered is sponsored by a brand. And I don't know if that was to help these brands. Maybe I don't know if the brands were not getting all the business like they could have or if this was or the if the brand was paying the artist because the show wasn't. I'm not sure how that was working. But when you start seeing that more and more and more it becomes more about product and less about to me it's more about product and less about education. So then when you when you have that going on over and over and over again, no matter what show it is, no matter what city it's in, you begin, to, at least I do, I begin to ask myself, okay, what is this really all about? You know, why do I, um, why do I continue to attend? And that's why I love IMAX London, you know, over all the cities and over all the shows. I love IMAX London because those people come, they really do come for the education. So that's just my two cents. That's so true. Yeah, that's so true. So it remains yeah. to be seen. We'll we'll see how it um how it turns out. But I do hope hope that um Michael Key We'll bring IMAX London back. Um, you know, maybe it'll be another year. Maybe it'll be another year or two. I don't know, but I hope it eventually comes back. Um, I enjoy attending that show. I enjoy speaking at that show. Um, I just like London anyway. But um, I hope he eventually brings it back. Yeah, I mean, he's planning for 2023. He just doesn't have an exact date just yet. Okay. So he definitely wants to do it. I think it's just a matter of getting the vendors back on their feet to be able to, you know, 
to come to support it. Yeah, because you know what? Artist places really took a hit during COVID. They did. And, you and you know, um, what was I going to say? Um, you know, at first, I'm at London uh, years ago. All of the, the U.S. brands would actually go there and set up a booth and then, you know, ship their stuff there, ship their stuff back. But I think what happened was, you know, when Michael Develis, he had uh, – not Michael Develis, I'm sorry, Michael Key with IMAT, he had um, IMAT LA, he had London, uh, he had Toronto and Vancouver, um, and then eventually he added uh, New York. What happened was then you had the makeup show, who was at first just New York. Then they brought – they they brought in um, L.A. and then eventually they started doing uh, Chicago and uh, Orlando. I believe they also had Miami at one time, and then Miami went away. They tried, I think it was Dallas or Houston, one of them, and that was only a mm-hmm. one-time thing, I believe. But what what happens is. I don't care what the name of the show is and what city it's in, but you have the same vendors that's attending a lot of these shows. Right. Now, the makeup, show, the makeup show was a lot smaller, so every vendor that you might see at IMAX wasn't at the makeup show. But for the most part, your major players in the beauty industry were there at both shows. So I don't care how much money these brands have, they spend a lot of money to go to these trade shows, to get, ship their products to whatever city, to set up a booth, you know, and then you have to sell. And then whatever's left, it's got to be shipped back. So when you, when you begin to do IMAX LA, IMAX New York, um, and then you go to Toronto, and then you go to Vancouver, and then you go over to London, that's five shows right there. Then you're going to add in, Makeup show New York, makeup show London, makeup show Chicago, makeup show Orlando. That's four more shows. So that's nine shows. That's just between those two two entities right there. Nine shows. Well, you know that's and what after Friends a while was doing. they were doing all of them. Friends Beauty was doing all of them. Um, what's her name that was with Rocky Cosetti? Um, uh, with Ket Cosmetics. I remember she yeah, was asking she was. me. I remember she asked me in. I can't remember. I think it was in L.A. She was asking me, you know, where would you go? You know, would you go to um, IMAX New York or Makeup Show New York? Um, would you? No, she was like, would you do IMAX New York or Makeup Show New York? Or because she was confused, because she was like, I'm not going to keep going back and forth, like doing two shows in both cities. So I think what she settled on was. You know, she's going to continue to do IMATS LA, and then she'll do Makeup Show New York. You know, and so, so when, I, when IMATS go to New York, she wasn't going to do it. When Makeup Show was coming to LA, she wasn't going to do it. So she would just do one show in each city. Because after a while, you, you think about you have to re-up on product. Um, and, but the problem is, is that the re-up has to be quick. When, you, when you're doing two shows in two cities, you know, when you're doing two makeup shows and two IMAX shows, and, like, one is in January, the next one's in February, the next one's in, it's too soon, so it's too close. So it was just a lot financially for a lot of these vendors, even though they were going to a show to try to make money, but they also have to put out a lot of money to make the show happen. So that's when um, a lot of vendors started to scale back. And they had to make a decision as to what show they did. So one thing that you notice about IMAX um, London is all the U.S. brands stopped going, and they sent pro- they just started sending product to the supply stores. Like um, I think they have like maybe at least two of them um, in London. Stores very similar to Friends and very similar to Nigel's. Um, they would just send their stuff there, and so you would go to um, to get the one place, I think it's called like Beauty Emporium or something like that, 
you would go and you would see, for instance, like Danessa Myricks' products were sold there at that booth instead of Danessa actually being in London having her own booth. Same thing with Rocky. Rocky stopped coming to London. He just had his products at, you know, this particular vendor, and you wouldn't see him in London anymore because it just became too expensive. Anyway, I can go on and on and on. We're going to jump on spaces. Um, We can talk about this more over there on spaces. But thank you, guys. That's the beauty news for tonight, and we're going to jump on spaces. And then I'm looking for Sharon Tina. (laughs) I'm looking for you, Sharon Tina, to hold us down over on Spaces. And um, then that way everybody can get to all the relaxing they need to be doing during this uh, Labor Day holiday weekend. All right. So thank you guys for your support as always. Thank you for tuning in. And if you can, jump over on Twitter Spaces. It will be set up in a few minutes. And if not, check and us out next Sunday. We are beauty underscore talk on Twitter. Beauty underscore talk on Twitter. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night. Good night.